You're Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're Eric. And welcome to. Okay. Let's <laughs> okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey, everybody. This is Coach Eric here with The Reform Way. I am joined by the ever-young and handsome, strapping Mr. Peter Pohl. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for, yeah, for saying that. I that was going to be my intro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'm after Corey this time. <laughs> and the ever-aging ink, ink all over his body, Mr. Corey Smith. I don't think that's a very good intro. Yeah, no? <laughs> I want <laughs> Peter's intro. For you or for Peter? I'd rather take like Peter's. Uh, ever-aging, good-looking. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Um, and we're going to talk uh, a little bit today about strength like in the workouts and different kind of components and different kind of organizations and focuses of those um, there are very different ways that we go about putting in strength on certain days with different stimulus different focus different things we want out of you guys um, and it can be very difficult to kind of um, dissect at times if you're if you're not really sure what it's going on we try to talk to people about it but there's reasonings kind of behind some of those um, and how they're differently put together we even had some even this week go on that were very similar looking but very different effect wise uh for different movements so um cory we break down some of those breakdowns for us yeah so um really in here in the the strength portion of kind of the hour of the workout you'll see kind of three big um kind of formats or sets that we'll do um one is building to a heavy which is pretty common um, another one is straight sets and then another one is pyramids. So they're all kind of different, but they all can kind of be pretty flexible with how we use them. Um, build a heavy is a really kind of easy one based on the name is across the sets. We're going to increase weight each time to kind of build to a heavy for the day or a max or something like that. So easy example, we have back squats, we have five sets, we have five reps round one, you start at a hundred pounds and you slowly add weight till you get to 200 pounds. Okay. So that's building to a heavy, right? Okay. Um, straight sets is kind of the opposite of that, where instead of building to a 200 pounds for your last set, you would warm up, you would get to 200 pounds, and then you would start your first round at 200 and do all five rounds at 200 pounds. Right. So that's kind of a different goal or different outcome. And then pyramid, whether the reps go up or down, the reps change. So it could be like 10, 8, 6, 4, 2, or 2, 4, mm -hmm. 6, 8, 10, or whatever the rep schemes, but the reps are changing each time, which means the okay. weights can kind of accommodate and change with it as well. Okay. So those are really kind of the big three that we'll do. There's a few other ones that are kind of novel or different. Um, build the heavy, it's really good to kind of find like what a heavy max is. Um, so if we were saying finding a five rep max, two rep max, one rep, those ones are really good because you progressively just keep adding weight and kind of warming up because mm -hmm. um, you don't want to be too fatigued in the first sets because that'll kind of detriment the last ones where you're really trying to perform. Right. Um, but straight sets where staying at one weight, that's really good for strength development because you're challenging something. It's really stressful. You can rest and you can kind of match that. And that's where kind of really good strength development is. Um, so those ones aren't really to find a max that kind of day. It's more of um, kind of training like a long-term effect or yeah. yeah training is I guess, a good way to put that like any if you ever think like if a strength cycle or something if we're working towards an end goal those are the practice days the training days mm -hmm. that get you to the performance where you'd build too heavy 
Um, the pyramid is kind of a blend of both though, because as the reps go say down, you could increase weight mm-hmm. and you can improve on things, but also as they go up, you may have to decrease weight. So if it was inverted, it went two, four, six, eight, ten. you may start something heavier and you decrease weight each time. Mm-hmm. Um, they have different effects and that one can be kind of more like a skill day or it could be kind of building to like a max. Right. Um, so that one's kind of like a, a hard to pin down one. Depends what your intent of that. Yeah. Got it. And there's different kind of outcomes. So we talk about strength development, building to a max, um, but there's also skill days and skill days are really important, say for like snatching. Um, mm-hmm. You could easily kind of put that into any of those formats and focus on the quality of the movement. So now you have a limitation, not weight-based, but skill-based. So if I was doing, you know, five by five, but I'm adding weight, I'm adding weight, and then the quality breaks down and I'm still technically able to do it, I should probably take some weight off and make sure the skill is the thing improving, not the strength. So right. my focus is the skill development versus going as heavy as I can. Got it. Would you say skill development has a tendency to be the more complex movements? Yeah, but I mean, all these movements have a, a level of skill to it. I mean, you're right, it's you're right. skill to back squat or to deadlift, and even though they're simpler movements. It probably um, depends on their adaptation, how much someone's done it. Three a one month in, like you're saying, yeah. Corey, a back yeah. squat may be a high skill. Uh, mm. Long term for Peter, it's done thousands and thousands of back squats. Where the That's, snatch is always a golf swing for me. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Sense. So I mean, there's there's things you have to work on no matter what. And even if you're probably really good at back squat, there's the nuanced things you could probably focus on. But yeah, typically I'd say it's more the experience with the movement. Do you do the when you do the programming? Um, I always guys guys always ask you the intent of the workout, mm-hmm. which is a little bit different than this one because the intent of the workout I go are you, is your intent to jack my heart rate here or mm-hmm. you know what do you what do you want out of me right. and not just me but what do you want yeah. what do you want out That's of the purpose the pur- yeah. purpose yeah. Um, on the on this stuff I always come back and say to you you've probably heard me say it a hundred times to your car is that is this part of a ten week are we always trying in a sense to build to the one rep max on on your weight overall programming the front end of these so like in six weeks from now are we going to do it like we did for the squat it was a six weeks mini squat build to one rep max and six weeks later so i kind of have this idea okay this is a six week goal of what we're going to end up with at the end here is that your intent like for the snatches we're doing right now or for the, I'm, I'm sure it's not for Deadlifting. the bench but i'm just for I mean, example we've added a bit more deadlifts in consistently right, right. now as well um yeah no i mean there's there's set squat or not squat but there's set strength cycles that right. are planned and the outcome is improving strength. We are doing a snatch one right now, like kind of how you mentioned that each week we're progressing on the snatch, not necessarily for the desired outcome of snatching heavier, which will probably be a byproduct, but it's technique. Right. It's improving the movement and spending a lot of time per class to really dial in the technique. That way people are really proficient with the movement, then they can kind of test the strength. So right. the strength will come. It'll be kind of a byproduct of them able to do the movement better. Right which will lead to probably heavier weight. But that specific one is more of a skill cycle than it is a strength cycle. Got it. We are deadlifting a little bit too more frequently, and that's to kind of get used to having some strength, some some weight on, on the deadlift and being able to kind of build in that. Um, so those things can run kind of simultaneously because one is not super taxing strength-wise, the snatch. It's more of a skill. The deadlift's really taxing strength-wise. So they can kind of complement each other and kind of work in unison because they have kind of different outcomes. Or do different you do goals. a couple? Can, would you? Are you parallel tracking any of that like in, during the same week, the same sequence? So like you just said, 
because deadlifts a whole other muscle group and a whole another thing and snatches or even anything upper body could you could you or do you are are we doing multiple things at the same time yes okay yeah so like a good example talking about the snatch and deadlift right now um deadlift is heavy hinging pulling off the ground so we probably wouldn't want to do like heavy snatches pulling off the ground so a lot of our strength stuff with the snatch so far has been hang Oh, so it's not pulling off the ground because it's not another day of really heavy pulling. That makes sense. And that kind of complements the deadlift a little bit better because mm-hmm. it's not kind of doubling up on that. Which also concurrently helps the area, which is the second pull, which people need to develop better, which is from the knee to the hip and right. the snatch. So we get more practice because we haven't got to do tons and tons of development of snatching in a while. So right. just like Corey was saying. So it actually kind of in multiple ways works pretty yeah, well. Yeah, makes together. sense. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense, Corey. Imagine that. Okay, like everybody. Book once. Don't doubt Corey. <laughs> the Corey Smith methodology. I keep telling him he's got to come up with this. <laughs> he's got to trademark come up with yeah. a better name. Yeah. No, I like it. <laughs> so, patent pending. Yeah, patent right. pending. Right. So, do you have questions, Pete? Well, you've answered the three basic questions I had was A, there's a method to the madness. Not We don't just do it like, okay, we're going to do it on a Monday and I'll see you next two weeks from now. We'll do it again. It's, there's a, you're, there's yeah. a process for all this stuff. And I think when I'm in doubt, I always ask the coach because he'll give you the, if he has time, he'll give you what the, 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 the map is. Yeah. And I think that's really important because that psychologically sets it up in your head. Okay, I got six weeks. We're going to work on snatch skill. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure my snatch looks as good as it can, not as heavy as it can, because that'll come from it. Yeah. And let's say we're doing a deadlift. Okay, get in here, do your deadlift, mm-hmm. and then work on the skill side of that. But that's actually you're going to work on that, and the other part, that hinge and that core strength. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, really what kind of this whole topic stemmed from is um, we recently had two days that almost looked identical mm-hmm. as far as rep schemes. We had snatches that were essentially like, let's say, five, three, one, one, one was the rep scheme. And then the next day we had a bench press. So it was essentially five, three, one, 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 but they had totally different outcomes or desired outcomes. The snatch was skill. So as you're adding weight, you're cutting down the reps. So fatigue isn't a factor. So you can still put hundred percent quality into each lift as it's getting a little bit heavier. Um, but the bench press was to find a one rep max. But if a new person were to look at that and they see the same thing to them, it's probably the same thing. So that's where asking the outcome and kind of what's the goal, what's, you know, what are we trying to do out of this? Because if you didn't have somebody kind of telling you that, you'd probably look at it and say, you know, probably like, I'm going to build as heavy as I can. I'm going to build as heavy as I can. What you're neglecting to tell everybody here is, is that after that snatch kind of what Corey calls the skill part, (laughs) it was a wad from hell of snatches. (laughs) It was start with two, four, six, eight, ten. And by the time you had the ten to get it done in three minutes with box jumps in between, (laughs) box jumps over... (laughs) That was horrible. See, I we're not talking about the workout. Yeah, we're yeah, talking about yeah. the strength part. Let's say, let's say for real, that was the true test of your yeah, skill. Exactly. Yeah, because right? it's, and to your point, that's why the weight of that workout, you mm-hmm. had to gear your weight for the 8 and 10. Yeah. Not oh, for yeah. the – and so I watched around the second next class, and I, you could see who made a math error. Yeah. And, and, it, yeah. and you don't always learn those till you fail, Yeah, unfortunately. Or if you're just hard-headed, yeah. it's the other way. Yeah. Um, but – yeah, the uh, and then the other thing too is like we were talking about, you know, with these, because Corey was talking about like building to heavy straight sets and then like pyramid style, um, and, and the purpose of those, and that's mostly just for the strength stuff. And then there's even like outside of the realm of kind of where you're talking about Pete with the the focus of the progressions mm-hmm. or the the six week focus or something like that would even kind of be one other little like slight side tangent of just prepping the movement for the workout. Mm-hmm. So let's say right. hypothetically that workout that was 
running hang snatches or running box jump overs and hang snatches um maybe we wouldn't have maybe on that day we wouldn't have time to work much of the skill in but we would kind of practice some sets too right just to warm up the movement to right. be real just an right. organized warm up of the movement yeah um, and those are usually days like sometimes on the board it'll say don't build to a max right. and that's kind of like a good indicator is we're not trying to really give you enough time essentially to find a max. It's really just get up to a good solid weight for the workout, feel it maybe a little bit heavier to drop it back down and then kind of be happy with how the weight feels. Those are like, if you ever see that on the board, that's really an indicator of it's prep for the workout. Yeah. I also want to say as a side note that even on the stuff yesterday on the snatch days for someone my age, it's always good mm-hmm. to come in 15 minutes early and work on that specific movement with just the bar or with a PVC pipe or hang or even use a kettlebell to get the rotation up over your head like a snatch. I mean, a kettlebell movement. Because for me, and this is not a critique of you guys mm-hmm. or this gym, but I need a little bit more time. So if you are like me and you need more time, you've got to come in a couple minutes early mm-hmm. if you can. I know right. you can't always. Right. And clock that time in because that you need that. I need that when you like your workouts, when you say prep for the workout, I need yeah. another 10 minutes of prepping for that workout. Cause I'm just old. Yeah. yeah. So. And I would say that that is one of the harder parts about programming strength and right is because true good strength, you need to be prepped. You need to be warm. Like, but if you're trying to get other things in, it can right. kind of hinder that. And is it a day where we're just only focusing on strength? Is it a day where you do want a little bit of conditioning? Is it a day where you want to use that strength in the conditioning? And so it's kind of like it can be very gray, not gray, but like a lot of different things, components to kind of to piece together. Yeah, like yesterday I came in. I was just fortunate enough. I could get in here a couple minutes early, right. 15 minutes early. I did maybe 100 bar only you know, set to 10, just warming mm. up my shoulders on the bench press. Mm, yeah. And it made the bench press at least somewhat, you know, more enjoyable for me because I couldn't, that sequence of time wasn't long enough for an old guy. It just, yeah, you know, no, it's, I feel it too. And yeah. I'm not even, I'm like a third your age. A third? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Maybe his liver's a third my age. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the bench press say that you're talking about, it's a good example is we gave people 15 minutes to find a one rep max. In reality, that's not a one rep max. And right. coaching the classes, I even told them, I'm like, you're probably not going to find a real one rep. It's a heavy for the day. Use that number as right. like a percentage. Mm-hmm. Right. So we really wanted to do a one rep bench press. Like you said, it'd probably take a good, 30 to 45 minutes probably all in all to really do it um so we spent the whole class doing that it would be the whole class you would probably want a little bit more (laughs) right they'd say hey i didn't get my heart rate going very high i want to kind of sweat you know which is also you do the one rep max and everybody you know if you don't get your pr you do 100 burpees there you get them both (laughs) you heard it programming by peter (laughs) the peter pole method (laughs) (laughs) with a stick (laughs) the um even just like like a quarter saying like kind of little thing to finish out which was funny about the the bench press yesterday right he gave us 15 gave him 15 minutes we did a few warm-up sets before then 15 minutes kind of here's the sets build these we'll be cruising around um and I was coaching it and I had like probably 10 people on the whole day that were pretty much done like seven minutes in. <laughs> I'm like, no, like yeah. you got time, yeah, like yeah. use the progressions or maybe like Peter do a few more sets. Uh, yeah. But some people are like, man, I'm done. You know, cause pressing and bench, especially you add some weight and it's pretty much done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> especially if you jump up too quick. Yeah. Then, it, then you're, then you hit a wall. You go, I'm not even going to. So, so anyway, yeah. um, but yeah, that was some great stuff, some great insight because again, some of the things like Corey was saying can look very similar in the same, but have really different desired effects and why we're doing them. So if you're not sure, definitely ask, um, 
and definitely listen to what we're trying to yeah, tell you. Yeah, I think the CS methodology of weightlifting <laughs> is coming out in a YouTube format pretty soon, starring oh, yeah. Corey and his minions. It's it's a hundred times better than the PP. Yeah, yeah. Hey, wait. <laughs> the PP method is not approved by CrossFit Reform. Not approved by anybody. <laughs> right on, guys. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.